Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, in listening, having a mentee, I have learned so much. I have changed my mindset, have had a growth mindset. When I have, especially young people that reach out to me and they're like, hey, I just, you know, looking for mentors. Can we catch up once a month? I end up learning more than they learn. Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. (laughs) Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Today, my guest is Robert Bendetti Jr., CPA, who is the Senior Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of Lifecycle Engineering. As CFO, he's responsible for all financial operations of the company, as well as accounting, contracts, purchasing, process automation, and IT. Prior to Lifecycle Engineering, Robert served as VP of Finance at Gailey & Lord and CFO of the Coastal Logistics Group, as well as a financial management positions within Lockheed Martin, Hormel Foods, and Hilton Hotels. Robert is also president and founder of the Global CFO Council. The purpose of the Global CFO Council is to provide an educational and networking forum for senior financial executives to share their best practices, discuss current financial issues, and learn about current topics related to the performance of their job. There are 1,500 members in, this blows me away, in 32 countries. I was introduced to Robert by a podcast booking agency and the introduction caught my eye, the funny finance guy. Robert has a great sense of humor and embraces improv due to his background in the performing arts. Now our discussion centers around the four L's in changing one's mindset. I will not give them away and I'll let Robert explain them to you. So before we get to the interview, just a couple of housekeeping items. 
Off Script, Mastering the Art of Business Improv is available for purchase on Amazon in paperback and in Kindle. If you'd like to learn more about the book or better yet, order a copy, go to offscriptimprov.com and order your copy by clicking the click to order button, that simple. If you'd like to buy 10 or more books, please contact me so I can offer you a bulk discount. You can reach me through my email at peter at petermargaritas.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and share this episode with a friend. I would greatly appreciate it if you'd leave a review of the show wherever you download your podcast from. Also, please visit my newly rebranded YouTube channel, Peter A. Margaritas, CPA, CSP, Biz Improv Virtuoso, where you can see previous podcast video episodes. And while you're there, just hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any updates. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This episode is sponsored by Peter A. Margaritas, LLC, also known as The Accidental Accountant. Are you looking for a speaker that can bring powerful content, virtually or in person or on-site, that is memorable and engaging in a way that motivates and inspires your audience? Instead of data dumping and numbing with numbers, imagine your people and teams delivering a financial story to your stakeholders, a story that creates engaging and relationship-building business conversations. Would you be interested in learning more about how that is accomplished? How would you feel if the value your facilitator provided your organization far exceeded the dollar amount on their invoice? Peter Margaritas, CPA and Certified Speaking Professional, delivers all of the above and much, much more. All of Peter's programs can be done virtually, in person and on-site at your location, or at an off-site venue. Send Peter a note at peter at petermargaritas.com and or visit his website at www.petermargaritas.com to learn more about what Peter can bring to your next conference, management retreat, or workshop. Now, let's get to the interview with Robert Vendetti Jr. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm real excited about my guest today because, as you heard in the intro, uh, he's a CFO and he has a great sense of humor and he loves the world of improv. So first and foremost, Robert, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to spend some time on my podcast. Peter, thank you for having me. Super excited to be on the podcast. I'm a listener and look forward to our conversation. Well, let's just start out because as we were preparing for this, uh, you mentioned about the four L's and changing one's mindset. So if you could share that with the audience, that would be great. Well, I like alliteration and I thought I, I need to be prepared for this conversation. I thought, how would I, if I was on Peter's podcast, sort of frame changing our mindset? If we, we, we're in the new year and we want a new you, a new us, and we want to do something different, how would we get about the business of change? And I thought, I'm going to come at you with four L's, learning, leading, listening, and leaving. Right. And uh, all right, so I'm going to hit you with them. And I, you're, my, you're my first person that I've gone over this with. So I want some feedback, Peter, okay. on the merits of let's go for first L is learning okay. as a way to change your mindset. The first L, and I think that can can't come from things like podcasts, like yourself, or books, which I think you're also an author, mm -hmm. mentors, networking. It also could be professional certifications. Great way to learn. 
in whatever field you're in. Certainly I'm an accountant, so I'm a CPA and degrees. Maybe you're earlier on in your career. It could even be the investment of a degree. But I think some ways to change your mindset. First L, maybe the cornerstone, things like learning, podcast, book, mentors, networking, certifications, degrees. What do you think? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, the more that we learn, the the more that we grow. And I have this conversation with a 21-year-old son who's in college. And it's like, I said, Stephen, the more that you can learn, the further you will go and just do it. But in today's environment, you said we get all this micro learning. We got all this coming at us. A lot of times we don't even think about a podcast as a learning piece. Books on tape, on tape. Look at me. Let's just call it audible. (laughs) I just showed my age. Yeah, we're old, Peter. I nodded. I was totally feeling you. I remember going to the library and, and checking books on tape out. That's how old I am. I'm I'm with you on number one. Hit us with number two. Number two, change your mindset framework. So you got learning, you got the the cornerstone. How about some leading? And under that framework, what I mean by that is serving others, empowering others, volunteering wherever you're at. There's especially right now as the the environment that we're under, community, civic, and industry associations desperately need folks like us at any phase of your career. They are desperately looking for volunteers. There's no greater way to learn and change your mindset by embedding yourself with others, by serving them, empowering others at work. You're going to learn from them and volunteering your time in those civic and community and industry associations. We had one thing to that because you're spot on. You're absolutely spot on. But in that volunteering, the one thing that these industry associations are dying for is content. So if you don't have the time to invest three or four hours or five hours or something, but if you have time to sit down and write an industry-specific article and then have it critiqued, have it reviewed, and and submit it, that in itself is volunteer, and and they just just, will eat it up. Oh, what a great idea too. And you're getting something out of it, being a visible expert in your industry. And uh, you're kind of honing your craft as a writer. Ooh, I like that. Peter, uh, the first time I say that, I'm going to give you credit. And then from then on out, it's my idea. (laughs) Got it. Perfect. Hit me with number three. So listening, and I'm going to take, I'm going to pull a little bit off of learning. So we talked learning, leading. And when I was in learning, I talked about being a, uh, and having mentors. Well, in listening, having a mentee, I have learned so much. I have changed my mindset, have had a growth mindset. When I have, especially young people that reach out to me and they're like, Hey, I just, you know, looking for mentors. Can we catch up once a month? I end up learning more than they learn. I mean, I run out of things to talk about the first day. So it, that, what a great way to grow is by being a mentor and having mentees and listening to them. Another uh, way to do it is listen to your customer. Uh, how are, is everything we do as senior financial executives as I do, it's so easy to get wrapped up in my desk, in my emails, in my office and in internal processes none of which the customer's paying for. And if I want to change my mindset and I want to position myself properly for growth, I got to listen to the customer. The only way you can listen to the customer is if you're out with the customer, talking to them on the phone, a Zoom call, a lunch, a coffee, uh, any mode of conversation. But I, I, I beseech the, all the senior financial executives listening to listen to your customers. And then another is listen to your team members. You hired them for a reason. You've got some absolute superstars on the team. Engage them in conversation outside of just the day-to-day blocking and tackling. Uh, Listen to them, learn from them. I think those are some key ways to listen and change your mindset. Normally I would 
go, uh, I'm sorry, Robert, what did you just say? But I don't, I'm not going to do that today. As Lisa listening, it's always a nice little guy. And I hear you, and and I agree with you, uh, the listening. Uh, But I want to ask you, so the audience, he's a CFO. Who is your customer? Well, I I have to wear dual hats. Mostly my customer is my internal client. Uh, I am an internal consultant to the CEO, and I'm an internal consultant to the business operations leaders and the sales and growth leader. So that's probably like 80%. You know, that's my hat is I want to be that internal consultant, but I'm also, my customers also include the end user of the service and products and solutions that we sell. That's also my client. And then I have all the team members at the company you know, they're, they're my, they're, they're sort of my clients. Uh, I, if I can keep everybody happy and engaged, uh, and excited and equipped to do their job that then that that's really, well, that is my job. And then maybe even, you know, this, I didn't learn this in college, but you know, then there's like the stake, the people outside the business, the people, the stakeholders, if you will. So, uh, that's a long winded answer. I'd say 80% internal consultant to the senior team and then equipping, empowering, um, and listening to my internal team members. There's a part two to this now. And and a a great answer. Uh, The second part of this comes, you said, listen to your team. You know, I grew up in an age where, you know, kids were better uh, seen than heard. And that mentality to some degree manifests itself in corporate America. Like if you're new to the job, depends on your size of your voice that you get. Now we put up with that crap years ago and we were, you know, obedient, but this, this new crop of younger people in the workforce, they want, they have a voice and they want to be heard. And you know something, you got to start listening to them because they get great ideas. Yeah. My favorite quote is the collective knowledge outside the office far exceeds the collective knowledge inside your office. Go, go get some help. Yeah, Peter, you and I experienced the same thing uh, with the early jobs. And certainly in college, well, certainly my parents have said what you just quoted 100 times. <laughs> and uh, when I got my first job right out of college, humongous firm, amazing company, loved my job, loved this boss's boss's boss who said what I'm about to say to you. I loved it. Um, but it, uh, my first meeting, I graduated. I'm in a huge conference room at a very, very large organization. Imagine this huge conference table. There's probably 20 people at the conference table at least. And then there's chairs all along it. And then there's some standing room at the far edges. And the light is just framed around the conference table and just at the head. And at the head is the head of engineering at this huge engineering manufacturing company, global brand. And this person is a thought leader. They're amazing. The one who's talking and my boss's boss is seated at the table. My boss has a chair at the edge and I'm standing in the corner. I'm not even sure I was supposed to be there, but I didn't even have a chair. I mean, I'm in the dark, but I'm present in the leader of this operations engineering team, he's giving direction for the month. Boom, 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 boom. And he's like, anybody got any questions? And everybody's folding their papers together because we're about to get out of there. And I, I raise my hand and, uh, you know, first week on the job, I raised my hand and, uh, he looks over and he's like, who are you? And I was like, uh, Robert Pendetti, sir. Uh, I don't have a, a question, but I do have a comment. 
And he looks at me and he says, and my boss, I can see his head going down when I say I have a comment. And uh, and then my boss's boss is looking at me like, did I just hire that guy? Am I going to have to fire him? And the, the, this head leader, the guy with the light shining on him and the little aura, and I hear doves tweeting. He goes, he goes, uh, what's your name? I, uh, Robert Bendetti, sir. He goes, Robert, he goes, I'm, I'm not interested in your comment, but I would be interested in a cup of coffee. And closed his book and walked. And I, I remember thinking, Oh my gosh, that is such a baller move. That is so awesome. I cannot wait until I get to do that to somebody. And uh, you know what I did first, Peter? I learned two things. One, he likes his coffee black and I went and got it for him. And then number two, to your point, Peter, I learned I'm the only person who thinks that is funny and cool. Everyone else in the world thinks that's a terrible story and you can't do that to people. And I only learned later that you can't do that to people. Like I would be fired if I said that to someone and people would cry and we'd have to bring in counselors. If I said, you can't do that anymore. But that absolutely is the way business was done. It was a, it was a lesson on what not to do that I got 25, 30 years ago. And from those lessons that we learn, how hard they may be, whether we we take it to our gut really hard, or we look at it in a different like from the humorous like that to that that was essential in that whole learning process to get where you are. Oh, like, amen. Which which is cool. All right, now let's let's hit leaving. So changing the mindset. We got learning. We got leading. We got listening. Leaving. And what I mean here by here, sometimes to change your mindset, you got to change some things about your environment. One, leaving. You got it removes some negative influences in your life. We all have them. Uh, It could be maybe leaving some bad family, some bad friends. It's not that they're still not family, uh, but maybe you don't have to spend a whole lot of time with them. Uh, Some friends, if they say we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with, if you look around and all you do is solve all your problem, your friends' problems, you got the wrong friends. You need to get rid of all of them. Your five most Uh, people you spend the most time with your peer group, they need to have like their stuff together. You need to look when you show up, you just need to be like, wow, I I can't believe they even invite to hang out with them. They are so awesome. They so are amazing because then you will grow up to the, at least the average of that, that group set. And then leaving, it might have to be, you need to leave some negative habits that you have, some habits that are inhibiting your success. That could be something simple like you have a negative habit of you're not getting enough sleep, so you're not on your game when you wake up ready to attack the world. It could be something bigger, like you have some addiction issues and you need to seek counseling and you need to seek coaching and you need to have a a peer group around you to help you. But there needs some, there might be not some additive stuff, but some, some things you need to take out and leave like negative influences, maybe some bad friends or some habits. And and some of these things, people that you might need to leave are those who are time suckers. Uh, I've recently had to, had to do that. Uh, But I, I thoroughly agree. I mean, we need to, you know, we need to replenish our, our business relationships. We need to, yeah, you know, I, I want to be, the, I don't want to be the smartest one out of the group. I, I want to draw upon them. And, and they look at me like going, okay, so he's, he's got some good things to bring in here, but that, that's okay. Uh, I, I love this. I, I love the four L's in changing one's mindset. Now, I, don't, I'm, I, I we did, I, I should have led with this a little bit earlier, but I, I think this is a good time to also bring in, uh, you started your career way, way, way back when, and I'm not talking about accounting career, you started in theater and you love public speaking and you, you, you've embraced the world of improv, which is a contradiction to CPA, by the way. 
So, <laughs> yeah. So my, my, my question to you is, how are you using those skills from the theater and the improv in leading your team? Well, I think that theater and improv is a really amazing, maybe skill or training environment and experience. I just really loved it. When I was a kid, as as young as I can remember from church to school, I was always volunteering to be up on stage. I just loved the idea that I could be up on stage and command an audience. And uh, half the time I was terrible, but I just really, really loved it. And I think you learn some really valuable lessons uh, as simple things as sort of blocking and where you are in the room and lighting and sound to engaging and listening to other people. And with improv, just something as simple as when interacting with other people, saying something as simple as yes and to transition a conversation that you're not combating Peter when we're talking, you're just going to add to it. Oh, yes, Peter. And, and then now Peter feels involved and connected in the conversation. And you can say yes, and say something. And then you look and by hand movement, kick it over to another person who's standing around at the dinner party. And now they feel like, oh, I'm being included and can kind of say something. So I just, I really, I just loved it. And I'm a big ham. And then I've I think there is a real direct application to being a human with what you learn in theater and improv. I couldn't have said that any better. I think you said it probably the best way I, I, I've ever heard. Yeah, and, and business, we're all on the stage. In life, we're all on the stage. And, and the more that we can interact on that stage in a positive way, and I think that's the key, the positive way. Yeah, there are times where no is acceptable. No, I'm not going to embezzle this money. But I think, and I think out of, of our conversations, our daily conversations, the more that we can use the yes and approach, the more positive people feel, the more included they feel. But I, you know, there's always the one in the crowd. And I was at, I was speaking at some seminar and I said that, and I said, just try it out. And this one guy goes, yes, and I'm still not gonna do it. And I said, I said thank you for using at least the two words, but it's, it's put that positive spin on it. that he just had this kind of face going on. And, and to affirm those that are that are listening that maybe feel like, oh, that's something I could never do. There's no, no worse fear I have than standing in front of more than one person and having to say something that I think it's an acquired skill. I think it's something you can build up that just like if you're if you're into yoga or if you're into running or you're lifting and you're into lifting weights, is that it? you get a coach and you practice and you get better over time. And it's something that you can, maybe you're not become a world-class improv artist that's going to be on SNL, but you can learn enough so that you can have a real pleasant conversation and interact with people and be charming for an hour at a cocktail party or have the confidence to say something in a meeting or to your boss in the moment instead of on the way home and have all the regret and the guilt for, oh, why didn't I just say X, Y, Z? Those are the kind of skills that you can learn by doing maybe a little reading or listening to a podcast or taking an improv class. Absolutely. Uh, so as we begin to wrap up here, so let's let's talk about being a CFO is, is a lot of what embraces you and, you, and you're passionate about that role. You're so passionate that you have created a, a I can see the, the, the sign in the back, the Global CFO Council. So can you give me just a little one minute kind of synopsis of, of, of what that really, what that consists of? Well, taking my own advice under the learning, a change in my mindset is I really wanted to have some peers so that I could network with. I just think that it's uh, great to be able to break some bread and have some fellowship with people who do what 
whatever it is you do for a living, it's nice to hang out with like-minded people. And CFOs, uh, controllers, VPs, we have a shared experience. And so I thought it'd be pretty cool to be able to spend some time with people like me. And I was in a city, a small city for a while, and there was a peer group like that. And when I moved, there wasn't anything in the city that I lived in. And so I started something. And then my son uh, went to college and I wanted a reason to visit him. So I started the same group in the city where he goes to college. And then COVID happened and we moved all the meetings to virtual. And in the past, I used to tell people if they lived in a different city, hey, I, I don't, I can't organize it in Timbuktu, but I can show you how to do it. And then I never hear from them again because nobody wants to do this. And then I realized when everything was remote, uh, that anybody from the within anywhere in the world could participate in these meetings and this fellowship and networking that was going on virtually. I could people could join anywhere. So now there is a global CFO council, and if you're a senior financial executive, that means CFO, VP, controller, treasurer. I don't care what your title is. Is you're a senior financial executive, then this is a way for you to fellowship and connect with a, a peers right now virtually. And whenever we hit, we get sort of out of this season, a global pandemic, and if there's a hundred or more in your city, I'll kick off a chapter. And now we have uh, 1500 members in 30 countries. And I just really enjoy learning from others. I'm getting way more out of this than I'm giving. Oh, that is impressive. Uh, I feel like now I really do feel like a slacker, but I love the idea. I love your energy. I love your passion. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on my podcast. You've blown me away completely. Uh, our paths will cross someday, but we must stay, we must stay in contact with each other, please. Absolutely. I've enjoyed it too, Peter, and I love the podcast and thanks for having me on. I want to thank Robert for sharing his four L's in changing one's mindset and they are very, very thought-provoking. Go back and re-listen to this episode and write them down and his way of describing each one and put this into practice. It can only help in the long run. And remember, there are people who prefer to say yes and there are people who prefer to say no. Those who say yes are rewarded by the adventures they have and those who say no are rewarded by the safety they obtain. Be a yes person. Thank you. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.